Hey guys, welcome back to Mental Illness and Sharks. This is Kala, and I am your host. Um, So this was kind of an impromptu episode. I found this thing online. Um, It's like a, essentially it's like a mental health quote generator. Um, And it's essentially all of these like mental health quotes that are supposed to be um, very uplifting and empowering and, um, you know, are supposed to, you know, get your juices flowing, do something for you. Uh, some of them do, some of them definitely mean well. They all, of course, mean well, but some of them, um, I feel like do more harm than good. Um, whether that's consciously or subconsciously, um, making you feel like what I mean by that is whether like, you read the quote and you're like, ah, this is nice. But subconsciously you're like, wait, what does this mean? Or you read the quote and you're like, God, like I don't resonate with that at all. So let's see. Um, I had like an idea whilst reading all these quotes and I was like, huh, I want to dissect some of these quotes that I don't necessarily feel like are doing, um, are helping us at all. Um, and some of these are pretty popular quotes, um, I'm going to do three and we're going to dissect them. And and so I will say before I get into it, they really do all mean well. Um, I don't think anybody had any malicious intent while writing these quotes. Um, I think it was totally just like somebody that was like, I'm trying to make someone feel smile today, um, but maybe didn't fully experience mental health issues themselves or serious mental illness um because if you're reading these and you really think about it and you live with a serious mental illness you just realize how like shallow feeling these are how these barely scratch the surface or how these are just so meant for somebody going through situational sadness okay so um harmful mental health quotes let's go my first quote is really popular. Um, it's, it's okay not to be okay. And look, I know what it's trying to say. I know that it's saying like, you know, your emotions are valid. And just because you are feeling bad doesn't make you a bad person. Um, and that part is true, right? Like, like <laughs> you are not a shitty person because you feel shitty. Um, and if that's all it was trying to say, then that's okay. Um, but, but, but really, like, when I hear that quote, it means so much more to me than just that. When I'm hearing that quote, as someone that's, like, when I was in a very um, unwell state, me hearing that quote, I'm like, oh, my God, like, no. Like, absolutely, like, I, there's nothing okay about how I am feeling right now. I am feeling joyless. I am feeling bored I am tired I mean I am under no obligation to be like this is okay (laughs) like this is fine this is how people are supposed to experience life I hear that quote and I'm like kind of pissed at it like I like for how long am I supposed to be like content in my suffering um because I'm pretty fed up after a day of this and so hearing that it just it makes it seem like, like, I again, I get what it's saying. Like, you're not a bad person because you feel bad. But you're also not supposed to live life 
feeling unhappy. Um, like that's, you know, that's not how we're meant to experience life. We're supposed to feel joy and we're supposed to be awake during the day. Um, we're supposed to sleep at night. Um, and those are all things that like mental illness prevents sometimes. Like you're up at night and then you're exhausted during the day and you're totally joyless and you're bored, like mind numbingly bored. And like, really guys, that doesn't make you a bad person, but it's not okay. Like I am not okay (laughs) with feeling like that. Um, so when I'm having a bad day and someone's like, hey, Kala, like, you know, it's okay. Sit with that discomfort. It's okay not to be okay. And hey, look, I'm all for sitting with discomfort in some regards. But like, like oh, ah, ah, I am done after one day sitting with my, my depressive side of my bipolar. I, um, I am done with one hour, one minute of that. It is just mind-bogglingly excruciatingly painful um so no I I don't I don't personally like that quote but if it again if this works for you if these quotes make you feel better then who the fuck am I to tell you not to listen to these quotes I am this is just me talking and saying that I don't necessarily find these quotes helpful to me so yeah bottom line is I don't think I should feel content in my pain and neither should you so it's just something to think about okay quote number two you are stronger because of your mental illness okay i might get some flack for this one okay so look i am a lot of things i am i am strong i am artistic i am I am beautiful, I am fun, I am mysterious, I am all of these things, and absolutely none of them have to do with my bipolar. And look, you might completely disagree. Your mental illness coming, look, when you recover from your mental illness, not not recover from your mental illness, when you are in recovery, and you are doing well, and you are stable, you have learned a hell of a lot from your mental illness and how to then cope in better ways next time or you might know or you might be more empathetic because of it. But, and you might even be stronger because of it in, in, in a way where like you, you feel like you can now better cope with um, mental health issues. But, and I'm only going to say this once. No, I might say it a couple of times. But, I would take, (laughs) I don't give a shit. Like, I would rather be, I I mean, I'd rather be like a very shy kind of, not like I don't take many chances individual than have bipolar. I'm sorry, and maybe that is just me, but like, I... I would I would really give up anything to not have bipolar. Um, I don't care if it makes me a good actor. Um, I don't really care if it makes me um, funny or empathetic. Like, look, look, I love being empathetic, um, and I think it's done me well. But like, but I don't think that has to do with my bipolar. But let's say it did. 
I give it up in a heartbeat. And maybe that makes me selfish. And it does make me selfish to some extent. But I am, I, I am my main focus. And I would, I mean, I would just kill not to have this disorder, this disease, right? I, and that, that saying also kind of goes along with how I talked about romanticizing mental health last week. Like how artists are like, well, they wouldn't have done this beautiful work if they weren't bipolar or depressed. Like Van Gogh wouldn't have given us these beautiful paintings and, uh, and Robin Williams wouldn't have been this amazing actor. And, like, I really don't think his kids give a shit about that, you know? I think they just want their dad. Um, so I get what that's saying. Like, you do, it does change you. Having a mental illness does change you. And in some ways it makes you more empathetic. And, and it makes you learn how to cope better and all these, all these things. It makes you different. Yes, of course. I am not denying that. But I... Would I would give it up in a heartbeat. I'd give it all up. Um, and I think that's where people kind of like, I think that's what some people need to hear. Um, people that aren't suffering from mental illness to, and, and like don't fully understand just how bad it is. Like that is how bad it is. I would give up every positive trait about myself and start from scratch in order to not have bipolar um, yeah, I, I will, I'll say, I really think that's what people need to hear right now. Um, because we think of, we just, we, we, those not suffering, they'll never be able to understand. And that is not on them because thank God they don't have to understand. Thank God they're not suffering from this, but, but they'll never understand just how, I mean, like, un, like ex- I'm sorry, wow, um, like, I mean, like, excruciating living with this is. Wow, I don't know why I'm getting so emotional. Um, <laughs> I think, like, uh, one sec, um, I just, I would never wish this upon anyone, like, this is, um, so awful. Um, but sometimes I would just like, I would just kill to not get that face when I talk about mental illness to someone that's never had it or that doesn't necessarily believe me. Cause I have gotten that face a whole lot. Um, but I hate that face and I would like, I would just like, I would never wish this upon anyone, but, like, it's so awful feeling like people think that you're exaggerating or that you are benefiting from this in any way. Or it makes me, like, a good artist. Like, that shit makes me so upset. Because there's nothing... Nothing good that's coming out of my mental illness. I'm sorry, but, um, I mean, whatever, this podcast is good. Me being able to talk about it is good, but I don't, I don't care. I just, like, I want it gone. Um, and this is coming from, uh, someone that's in, like, a really good place right now with their mental illness. Um, and, like, I really do wake up every day and I'm like, oh my god, whew, like, thank god, um, I can feel the chemical imbalance on days when it's there. 
Um, and I can feel it when it's not. So I wake up on days, I've, I, I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I can not, fe- I, 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 I feel good. Like I feel chemically balanced. <laughs> um, so this is coming from someone that's been stable for, I mean, like a, a while. And I'm so grateful every day for that. But I just like, what a, what a fucking monster mental illness is. Uh, I really just can't express that enough. Sorry, that was kind of a bit of a tangent, but whatever. Okay. Third quote. Oh, I have four quotes. Whatever. Okay, let me. Alright, I'll do this one. I'll, I have four quotes. I didn't, I didn't realize I had four. I'm supposed to have three. Um, I'll breeze through these two. Third quote. Breathe. It's just a bad day, not a bad life. What the fuck? Like, I mean, um, oh, that's just like, like, kind of wrong. I don't know, like, because, like, what are you gonna say to someone that's, are you gonna say to someone that's, like, been depressed for years? Because, like, first of all, a day of depression feels like a fucking lifetime. And there are people that are depressed for their whole lives. That's terrible to think about, but it's true. And there are people that are depressed for years. So, like, how are you going to tell someone, it's just a bad four years? Like, just wait a couple more. Like, oh, my God, shut up. I'm sorry. I have no sympathy for that quote. Like, that's just dumb. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that one. I think that one's pretty, like, just kind of ignorant sounding. Like, because it very well could be a bad life, right? Like. And also, people do commit suicide. Like, how how can you say that? What a dumb quote. Okay. I'm not going to get too into that or else I'm going to get kind of... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to start, like, breathing really heavily and get really angry or something. But I'm going to leave that one where it is. You guys know how I feel about that one. I hope you understand why I feel that way about that one. Breathing's good, though. You should breathe. Okay. Last one is choose happiness. Ah, yes, this quote. Um, so, like, y'all, like, yeah, happiness is, like, all fine and dandy and, like, really, really cool. Like, it's, like, I like, I like being happy, but, like, um, the, the word choose is really, really the, the word here that's getting, getting to me, um, because, and it's probably, it's funny because probably in this, in this quote book that I'm looking at, there's um, a plethora of quotes that say something along the lines of happiness is not a choice. And then they have this bullshit, choose happiness in here. Um, because you can't like yoga your way out of depression or bipolar or schizophrenia. Um, you can't. Um, some people that really can help with situational stuff. and But really, the majority of people that are suffering from a serious mental illness like... You can't light candles and you can't do bath bombs and you can't exercise and be like better. You just can't. You need therapy. You need medication. You need to be heard. Um, And so I think that's just silly. Um, Like I saw that on a pillow one day. I remember the first time I saw that choose happiness shit and I I saw it on a pillow. And I was like, well, that is... Um, that's, that's dumb. That's stupid. Um, because if I could choose happiness, well then, my goodness, well, 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 thank you. I'm, I am, I am cured. I am cured. Everyone is cured, guys. 
We can choose happiness. One more time, we can choose happiness. All right, I just cured mental illness. Nice, okay, awesome. Wow, these are really getting me more fired up than I thought they would. All right, so that's the end of my harmful mental health quotes. And to finish the episode in a beautiful way, well, not finish, of course, we gotta do sharks, but I wanted to read you some helpful mental health quotes that I found that I found helpful. Again, this is just my opinion. Okay, first one, recovery is not a one and done. It is a lifelong journey that takes place one day, one step at a time. Ah, okay, I'm finding calmness in myself again because that's absolutely true. Um, And it's maybe a little hard to hear that it's not a switch you can flip because of course we all want, oh my God, sorry, my cat's just, what did you do? One sec, one sec, one sec. What'd you do? What'd you do? You guys are so bad. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. My cat's just... I don't don't really know what happened. sounded like they broke something, but they didn't. Okay. Anyway, yes, recovery. It's not a one done. It's a lifelong journey that takes place one day at a time, one step at a time. And... Yeah, we all want a switch to be flipped. We want all want our mental illness to be gone, those that are suffering. Um, but unfortunately, it does not work like that. Um, it takes trial and error with medication. It takes years of therapy. Um, it is a process. And then it's something that you have to keep doing even when you're well. If I stop taking my medication, oh my God, like, Lord help me. I don't want to know what would happen. Um, for a long amount of time, because if I take it, if I stop taking it, I might be fine for a few months, and then like, because that's what bipolar is. I'm you know like up down all around, and that so that's why people go off their medications because they feel like they're doing well. Oh, I don't need it anymore. But like you're you're I don't know you're like doing well because you're on the medication. So um, yeah, and then they go off it, and then they don't feel as good. Um, so it's one of those things where you just got to keep doing it even when you're feeling well um, and just remember that state that you were in and how, oh my God, the last thing you want to do is go back to that state. Okay, love that. Um, there is hope even when, your mental, even when your brain tells you there isn't. I think this is a John Green quote, um, which he's like an author. He wrote like Looking for Alaska, Paper Towns, like a very like, kind of teen um, young adult novel, uh, novelist, but uh, anyway, um, (laughs) but I actually really like this quote because, um, like there, there is, wow, sorry, coughing, but (coughs) there is hope. Absolutely. Um, and it is important to remember that because sometimes that is what stops people from hurting themselves, right? To remember that, okay, okay, there is. And there's a difference between saying, that quote and then breathe it's not a bad day it's not it's just a bad day not a bad life there's a difference between those two quotes because that the the bad day not a bad life is a dumb as shit and is saying that it's making everything seem situational there is hope even when your brain tells you there isn't is saying yeah your brain is like absolutely fucking with you right now it's totally it's it is just wrecking you to pieces it's making you feel like totally hopeless totally um dead inside but like for the love of god there is hope i swear to god there is hope 
Um, and I really like that quote. That's pretty simple and to the point. Um, but I really do like that quote. Because um, there for real is hope. 100%. Okay. Last one. Mental illness is nothing to be ashamed of. But stigma and bias shame us all. Yes. Yes. Correct. Need I explain that quote? No. Nothing, mental illness is nothing to be embarrassed about. I was so embarrassed for years. Um, and then I was like, wait, I'm already so sad. Why do I feel embarrassed about this? Like, it's adding to my sadness. It's adding to my lack of self-worth. Like, so... No, nothing to be ashamed of. Um, But I'll tell you what is shameful, people that stigmatize mental illness. Um, Because that helps absolutely no one. It doesn't help people with suffering from mental illness. It doesn't help people that already don't give a shit about mental illness. Um, It's helpful to no one. All right, um, I'm going to wrap up the mental health portion of this. And move on to... As a shark portion, which I really am winging right now. I have no idea what I'm going to talk about. Um, let's see. The cats are looking at me. They're expecting a good shark fact. Okay, guys, hold on. Um, what did I do? Greenland sharks last week. Okay, I'm just going to speak. Oh, okay, wait, I have a story. I have a shark story. Okay, so my, so I told, I think that in the first episode, I told you the story about my dad and how he almost was attacked by a tiger shark. Um, well, fortunately for you all, uh, my father has more than one shark story. He actually has three. This is the second one. Maybe you'll hear the third one at a later time. So this story is um, about his, a boat trip that he went on with his father, um, my uh, biological grandfather. Um, I have a, a step-grandfather that is um, more of a grandfather to me. but um, And then his two siblings, Clay and Kate, and my dad's name is Scott. Okay. So prior to this boat trip, my grandfather, my biological grandfather, um, they went and saw Jaws and my, we, okay, my grandfather, we call him Grandpappy Fuqua because he is, um, unfortunately, well, he, he actually passed away, but anyway, but he was not the nicest man. So we, um, gave him this kind of, uh, crappy name, which sounds bad, but there's more detail to that. Ask me in person, but, um, Grandpappy Fuqua. So Grandpappy Fuqua saw Jaws, and he walked out of that movie, like, I mean, livid, on fire, pissed at these sharks, ready to just terminate all sharks. And he turns to my dad, and he goes, all right, Scott, we're going on a fishing trip tomorrow, and I'm going to kill all the sharks. Like, I really wish I was joking. Um, so sure enough, takes my dad, his brother and sister, on this boat, and they're fishing, they're throwing chum and guts in the water, trying to catch all these sharks. And of course, 
my dad and his his uh, brother and sister are like, what the, f-? like, <laughs> why are we here? Like, I really, like, that was clearly a dramatized movie. And they're kids and they can realize that. Um, and my grandfather is just drinking beer throughout the whole thing. That's important to note. He's drinking a lot of beer throughout the whole thing. And uh, they're, you know, they're not catching anything, but they're just tossing guts in the water the whole time. And all of a sudden, my uh, grandpappy Fuqua runs out of beer. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, no. Um, okay. Like, we got a problem, kiddos. I'm out of beer. And way in the distance, he sees this other boat. So he stands up, flags down this boat, and goes, hey! You guys got any beer over there? And they're like, yeah, come on over. Come get it. And my grandfather turns to my dad and goes, all right, Scott, go, go get it. <laughs> like, like, go get it, meaning go jump in the bloody guts water that has probably sharks in it. Go ahead, get, um, go ahead, get me a six-pack. And my dad's like, like, dude, like, no, absolutely not. And he turns to his brother, Clay, and he's like, Clay, go, go ahead, get it. And Clay's like, no, man, what? Um, and I, you know what? I actually don't know if he turned to Kate, the sister, but I really am hoping he did not, but it would not surprise me if he did. But anyway, so nobody was getting the beer for him. And so he was like, all right, fuck it. And he jumps into the, the bloody water, swims over to this boat, gets his six pack, comes back without a scratch and as soon as he gets back on this boat, they catch a shark. They catch a fucking shark. I'm not kidding. He gets on the boat and then they feel something on the, the line. They go, oh my God, there's a shark on the line. They reel it up. It's a shark. I'm not sure what shark it was. Um, they were not sure. So I am not sure. Um, so uh, yeah, I always said that that should be like an advertisement for like a, a beer, like a beer commercial. Like like there's like one boat in like crystal clear waters. Um like with a rainbow over it and it's like um bud light and then the other boat is like shark infested waters and you're like and it was like heineken and you would like go to the heineken because the heineken's worth it or something like that i don't know i don't even drink either of those but um anyway i love that story i think that's quite funny um so yeah i'm gonna leave you guys with that um as always, uh, comments, questions, concerns, critiques, anything, please email me at califuqua at gmail.com. That is C-A-L-L-A-F as in Frank, U-Q-U-A. All right, guys. Love you all. Have a lovely week. And um, I'll see you back next time on Mental Illness and Sharks.